0: something meaningful to come into your life so that you can finally enjoy what you do. There is more meaning and joy than you will ever need. The waiting to start living syndrome is one of the most common delusions of the unconscious state. Expansion and positive change on the outer level is much more likely to come into your life if you can enjoy what you're doing already, instead of waiting for some change so that you can start enjoying what you do. Don't ask your mind for permission to enjoy what you do. All you will get is plenty of reasons why you can't enjoy it. Not now, the mind will say. Can't you see I'm busy? There's no time. Maybe tomorrow you can start enjoying. That tomorrow will never come unless you begin enjoying what you're doing now. When you say, I enjoy doing this or that, it is really a misperception. It makes it appear that the joy comes from what you do, but but that is not the case. Joy does not come from what you do. It flows into what you do and thus into this world from deep within you. The misperception that joy comes from what you do is normal and it is also dangerous because it creates the belief that joy is something that, you can, be, that can be derived from something else such as activity or thing. You then look to the world to bring you joy, happiness, but it cannot do that. This is why many people live in constant frustration. The world is not giving them what they think they need. Then what is the relationship between something that you do and the state of joy? You will enjoy any activity in which you are fully present, any activity that is not just means to an end. It isn't the action you perform that you really enjoy, but the deep sense of aliveness that flows into it. That aliveness is one with who you are. This means that when you enjoy doing something, you are really experiencing the joy of being in its dynamic aspects. That's why anything you enjoy doing connects you with the power behind all creation. Here is a spiritual practice that will bring empowerment and creative expansion into your life. Make a list of a number of everyday routine activities that you perform frequently. Include activities that you may consider uninteresting, boring, tedious, irritating, or stressful. But don't include anything that you hate or detest doing. That's a case either for acceptance or for stopping what you do. The list may include traveling to and from work, buying groceries, doing your laundry, or anything that you find tedious or stressful in your daily work. Then, whenever you are engaged in those activities, let them be a vehicle for alertness. Be absolutely present in what you do and sense the alert alive stillness within you in the background of the activity. You will soon find that you do in such a state of heightened awareness, instead of being stressful, tedious, or irritating, it's actually becoming enjoyable. To be more precise, what you are enjoying is not really the outward action but the inner dimension of consciousness that flows into the action. This is finding the joy of being in what you are doing. If you feel your life lacks significance or is too stressful or tedious, it is because you haven't brought that dimension into your life yet. Being conscious is what you do being conscious in what you do has not yet become your main aim. But the new earth arises but Oh wait, it's not but it's just the new the new earth arises as more and more people discover that their main purpose in life is to bring the light of consciousness into this world and so use whatever they do as a vehicle for consciousness. The joy of being is the joy of being conscious. Awakened consciousness then takes over from ego and begins to run your life you may then find that an activity that you have been engaged in for a long time naturally begins to expand into something much bigger when it becomes empowered by consciousness. Some of those people who, through creative action, enrich the lives of many others simple, simply do what they enjoy doing most without wanting to achieve or become anything through that activity. There may be musicians, artists, writers, scientists, teachers, or builders where they may bring into manifestation new social or business structure, enlightened business. Sometimes, for a few years, their sphere of influence remains small, and then it can happen that that suddenly or gradually a wave of creative empowerment flows into what they do, and their activity expands beyond anything they could have imagined and touches countless others. In addition to enjoyment, an intensity is now added to what they do, and with, it, and with it comes a creativity that goes beyond anything an ordinary human could accomplish. But don't let it go to your head, because up there is where a remnant of ego may be hiding. You are still an ordinary human. What is extraordinary is what comes through you into this world. But that essence you share with all beings, the 14th century Persian poet and Sufi master Hafix, expresses this truth beautifully. I am a hole in the flute that the Christ's breath moves through. Listen to this music. And that's enjoyment. 1021. Uh-huh. Continuing with the third one, it's called enthusiasm. Then there is another way of creative manifestation that many come to those that may come to those who remain true to their inner purpose of awakening. Suddenly one day they know what their outer purpose is. They have a great vision, a goal. And from then on, they work toward implementing that goal. Their goal or vision is usually connected in some way to something that one, that on a smaller scale, they're doing and enjoy doing already. This is where the third modality of awakened doing arises: enthusiasm. Was that understandable? Mm-hmm. Enthusiasm means there's deep enjoyment in what you do, plus the added element of a goal or a vision that you work towards. When you add a goal to the enjoyment of what you do, the energy field or vibrational frequency changes. A certain degree of what we might call structural tension is now added to the enjoyment, and so it turns into into enthusiasm. At At the height of creative activity fueled by enthusiasm, there will be enormous intensity and energy behind what you do. You will feel like an arrow that is moving toward the target and enjoying the journey. To an onlooker, it may appear that you are under stress, but the intensity of enthusiasm has nothing to do with stress. When you want to arrive at your goal more than you want to be doing what you are doing, you become stressed. The balance between enjoyment and structural tension is lost and the latter has won. When there is stress, it is usually a sign that the ego has returned and you are cutting yourself off from the creative power of the universe. Instead, there is only the force and strain of egoic wanting, and so you have to struggle and work hard to make it. Stress always diminishes both the quality and effectiveness of what you do under its influence. There is also a strong link between stress and negative emotions, such as anxiety and anger. It is toxic to the body and is now becoming recognized as one of the main causes of the so-called Degener- degenerative, degenerative disease, such as cancer and heart disease. Does that make sense? Yeah. Degenerative. Because... Yeah. Unlike stress, enthusiasm is a high energy frequency and so resonates with the creative power of the universe. This is why Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Nothing great has ever been achieved without enthusiasm. The word enthusiasm comes from ancient Greek. En and theos meaning God. The related word enthusiasm means to be possessed by a god. With enthusiasm, you will you will find that you don't have to do it all by yourself. In fact, there is nothing of of significance that you can do by yourself. Sustained enthusiasm brings into existing uh, existence a wave of, of creative energy, and all you have to do then is ride the wave. Enthusiasm brings an enormous empowerment into what you do, so that all those who have not ex- accessed that power would look upon your achievements in awe and may equate them with who you are. You, however, know the truth that Jesus pointed to when he said, I can of my own self do nothing. Unlike egoic wanting, which creates opposition in direct proposition to the intensity of its wanting, enthusiasm never opposes. It is non-confrontational. Its activity does not create winners and losers. It is based on inclusion, not exclusion of others. It does not need to use and manipulate people because it is the power of creation itself and so does not need to take energy from some secondary source. The ego's wanting always tries to take from something or someone. Enthusiasm gives out of its own abundance. When enthusiasm encounters obstacles in the form of adverse situations, or uncooperative people, uncooperative people, it never attacks, but walks around them, or by yielding or embracing turns, or embracing turns the opposing opposing energy into a helpful one, the foe into a friend. Enthusiasm and the ego cannot coexist; one implies the absence of the other. Enthusiasm knows where it is going, but at the same time, it is deeply at one with the present moments, the source of its aliveness, its joy and its power. Enthusiasm wants nothing because it lacks nothing. It is at one with life, and no matter how dynamic the enthusiasm-inspired activities are, you don't lose yourself in them. And there remains always a still but intensely alive space at the center of the wheel, a core of peace in the midst of activity that is both the source of all understand- Oh, sorry, I gotta read that again. And there remains all, and there remains always a still but intensely alive space at the, at the center of the wheel, a core of peace in the midst of activity that is both the source of all untouched by it all. through enthusiasm, you enter into full alignment with the outgoing creative principle of the universe, but without identifying with its creation, that is to say, without ego. where there is no identification, there is no attachment one of the great sources of suffering. Once a wave of creative energy has passed, structural tension diminishes again and joy in what you are doing remains. Nobody can live in enthusiasm all the time. A new wave of creative energy may come later and lead to renewed enthusiasm. When the return movement toward the dissolution of form sets in, enthusiasm no longer serves you. Enthusiasm belongs to the outgoing cycle of life It is only through surrender that you can align yourself with the return movement, the journey home. To sum up, enjoyment of what you are doing, combined with a goal or vision that you work toward, becomes enthusiasm. When though you have a goal, what you are doing in the present moment needs to remain the focal point of your attention, or otherwise you will fall out of alignment with the universal purpose. Make sure your vision or goal is not an inflated image of yourself and therefore a concealed form of ego, such as wanting to become a movie star, a famous writer, or a wealthy entrepreneur. Also make sure your goal is not focused on having this or that, such as mansion by the sea, your own company, or $10 million in the bank. An enlarged image of yourself or a vision of yourself having this or that are all static goals and therefore don't empower you. Instead, make sure your goals are dynamic. That is to say, point toward an activity that you are engaged in and through which you are connected to other human beings as well as to the whole. Instead of seeing yourself as a famous actor and writer and so on, see yourself inspiring countless people with your work and enriching their lives. Feel how that activity enriches or deepens not only f- your life but that of countless others. Feel yourself being an, op- an opening Through which energy flows from the unmanifested source of all life through you for the benefit of all. All this implies that your goal or vision is then already a reality within you on the level of mind and of feeling. Enthusiasm is the power that transfers the mental blueprint into physical dimension. That is the creative use of mind. And what is why there is no wanting, and that is the creative use, yeah. You cannot manifest. Wait, wait. That is the creative use of mind, and that is why there is no wanting involved. Mm. You cannot manifest what you want, you can only manifest what you already have. You may get what you want through hard work and stress, but that is not the way of the new earth. Jesus gave the key to the creative use of mind and to the conscious manifestation of form when he said, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Yep.